Well, given that most provinces are all provinces that really dropped vaccine mandates, there were a lot of businesses in this country asking that the federal government do the same, not least of which was tourism and travel, of course. So today, indeed, uh, the federal government announced it is suspending COVID-19 vaccine mandates for domestic and outbound international travelers and federally regulated workers. Again, Transport Minister Omar, Omar Agalbra says uh, those changes will come into effect on June 20th at midnight. Uh, travel industry groups have blamed those measures for slowdowns at airport customs, for instance. Uh, but the Intergovernmental Affairs Minister, Dominique Leblanc, says uh, they were right to wait till now. We don't regret at all being cautious when it comes to a virus that has tragically killed tens of thousands of Canadians and millions of people around the world. Acting prudently has saved lives, and we will always continue to be cautious. Those vaccine requirements still in place for passengers on cruise ships uh, for a variety of reasons. You'll still have to use that ArriveCan app when you show up uh, to prove to show proof of vaccination to avoid federal quarantine. Uh, and of course, you still have to wear masks. Joining me now is Beth Potter, President and CEO, CEO of the Tourism Industry Association of Canada, with more on reaction from her industry. Welcome to the show. Great to be here with you. So just initial reaction. I know you've been asking for this for a while. Um, is this what you wanted? It is in part what we wanted. Uh, it's certainly another step in the right direction um, and will help certainly connect uh, domestic visitors um, across the country again. You know, so visiting friends and family, uh, which, you know, there are some people have been apart for a long, long time. So this is a good step in the right direction, but it's not everything that we need right now. I mean, what else, what else would you like to have seen and may it come down the line? Well, we're hoping so. Um, we would like to see... Um, the vaccine mandates for international travel um, be removed as well. Uh, to give you some context, every year, um, and, and most recently in 2019, we welcomed millions of visitors, but in 2019, we welcomed 23 million international visitors into the country. They spent in excess of $23 billion here in our country, um, and we are about 20% of that right now. Um, and that's not counting the day trippers that come across the border just for the day. Uh, there are 10 million visitors that come across and we're about 50% of that right now. So we would, in order to see that international visitor come back, like to see the removal of the vaccine mandates. Is Are the vaccine mandates really what's preventing foreign visitors from coming or is it a whole litany of things like lockdowns in China, for instance? Well, certainly um, there are some countries where their restrictions are more prohibitive. But um, when you look at uh, Europe and other G7 countries uh, in particular, you see that um, it really does come down to the ease of travel that is holding people back. And so uh, making it simple, making it less confusing, easing congestion, all of these things are part and parcel of getting back to a smooth travel system. So what sort of impact do you expect this announcement to have on some of the more egregious problems you've been seeing, like airport delays? Well, I'm not sure that it's going to have a huge impact on airport delays just, just now. Um, although the mandate does mean that um, employees that are in federally regulated industries, including employees at CATSA and the CBSA and, and the airlines, um, those employees who are laid off because they weren't vaccinated can come back to work. And so, you know, theoretically, we would see, um, you know, some folks come back to work and that would help uh, in the short term. But um, we've got 
a long way to come back from two devastating years. So we've got a lot of work to do to replace the 400,000 people that left the travel and tourism industry in Canada. Um, when you when you look at the potential short-term impact, I mean, I guess there'll be a lot more people potentially flying as well if we're allowing unvaccinated travelers to return to the airways. Yes. And what that might do is it might help the uh, airlines justify the return to some of the uh, shorter routes and some of the more regional routes uh, within the country. And that will be a good thing. Um, you know, domestically, uh, we're used to being able to fly to, you know, smaller locations in Canada. And some of those locations have not been easy to get to uh, in the last years since we really started to resume travel again. And so we would like to see those routes come back. Um, it would help for not only visiting friends and family, but it will also help for uh, folks who are needing to travel for other reasons, whether it's for business, for health purposes, for education, um, you know, it, 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 it just a leisure vacation. So uh, those, those are important in order for us to get kind of the infrastructure of travel back to Canada. In a press release that uh, the round, Tourism Roundtable put out today, you, you talked about the government following the science. And I guess I guess for someone in your industry, what's been difficult to navigate is the idea that the provinces and the federal government seem to have been moving at different speeds here. Um, is there a concern that the federal government might, might it just isn't moving fast enough for, uh, for the tourism industry, for the travel industry on these, on these issues? Well, we've certainly seen that they've been a little bit more cautious um, than we would have hoped that they would be. Um, and certainly, you know, we were right there with them in lockstep when they were asking us to help get everybody vaccinated um, and, and making sure that our industry is vaccinated and, and helping to get the word out. Absolutely. We're 100% there. But the science says it's okay for us to travel now that we have we are one of the most vaccinated populations in the world um, and uh, it, it, we're not going to um, see a massive spread of COVID because we're getting on planes and trains. Um, this has already been shaping up. I mean, it was already looking to be a relatively tough summer just because of the cost of living, the, the fact that people can't move around as much as perhaps they had hoped, uh, a lot of these rules still in place that might have dissuaded people uh, from coming. Are you looking ahead to the next few months with more optimism today? Um, I wouldn't say it's with more optimism um, in general, but I would say that um, we're breathing a little bit easier. Um, I think one of the things I'd like to remind your listeners is that um, we, we were anticipating that domestic travel would be, um, you know, pretty good this summer. Um, and that when we talk about, you know, kind of uh, a return to normal, uh, we're comparing ourselves to 2019. And so um, at this rate, you know, we think that domestic travel will come back to 2019 rates by the end of this year, or perhaps sometimes in 2023. But international travel at this time, we're still forecasting it's going to be to the end of 2025. Um, so just a reminder and listeners that there's still a lot of things in flux within our industry and um, to, you know, please pack some patience when you're planning your vacation. You did mention um, in the press release as well that you'd like to see these changes be permanent. Uh, that would suggest you want some certainty here, or at least you think travelers uh, need some certainty here. They certainly do. Um, it's really challenging for people to uh, make plans uh, and to navigate um, cancellation policies and travel insurance policies um, and just their own lives and their own timetables with, without that certainty. Uh, in addition, 
business travel is a huge piece of uh, the travel and tourism economy in Canada. And in fact, you know, with business events included, you were talking about 40% of our overall uh, contributions to the economy. So the, the need to get those business travelers back and to give the confidence to, um, you know, event planners, to uh, companies that, you know, to put their, their, their people on planes and get them flying back to Canada again, they need that certainty that, um, that they can do so and do so with uh, the least amount of hassle and the and least amount of confusion as possible. Beth Potter, thank you for your input tonight. Um, and thanks for your time. Great. Thank you.